raise your hand if you've been feeling stressed. On today's episode, I get to talk to you about 11 ways I have used stress relieving tactics to feel more relaxed and less stressed in my life because my life has been crazy lately and I'm sure yours has been too. And if you have, listen for these 11 tips and a funny story at the end. Welcome to Stories of Hope in Hard Times, the show that explores how people endure and even thrive in difficult times, all with God's help. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson. Join me on a journey to find inspiring stories of hope and wisdom learned in life's hardest moments. Welcome to another episode of Tamara's Takeaways. Last week, I had the opportunity to interview Abel Keogh, and he lost his wife when he was very, very young in their marriage. But one of the things Abel commented on was one of the things that got him up and out of bed when he was really, really stressed was this pull to get up and run. That was one of the things in his routine, and it was something that helped him get up get moving, and process the stress one more day. I had an interesting thing happen just yesterday. I have an accountability call with a few fellow authors every Monday morning, and we report how we did last week with our goals, and we talk about our goals for the next week. But I asked my fellow authors, I said, I have been feeling an extraordinary amount of stress lately. And I said, how many of you have been feeling stressed? And I kid you not, almost every hand went up. And what surprised me about that was that so many people are under an extreme amount of stress, not only with the pandemic going on and the racial violence and rioting going on. Every time you turn around, there seems to be one more challenge, one more complication. And this doesn't even include the challenges we're having in our own personal lives with our families and relationships around us. So there is a lot of stress that is prevalent right now. And I found that in the last couple of weeks with this burden of stress, I've had to start consciously thinking of and working on ways that I can personally relieve stress, like Abel found running as one of his go-to outs to relieve stress. So today I'm going to give you 11 ways that I have proven not only in the last two weeks, but in the last many years of my life that have helped me relieve stress. Some of them you may have used before and some of them you may not have ever used before. So I hope that they will be helpful to you in the stresses that you are encountering on a daily basis. Please share them with friends who are stressed out as well. So tip number one (laughs) on how you can relieve stress is prayer. It is one of the most powerful ways to vent and talk to God. There's a great quote by Oswald Chambers, which says, we have to pray with our eyes on God, not on the difficulties. And I think just that shift in perspective of woe is me to, hey, God, 
I'm really struggling down here and maybe shifting towards him is a good way to approach our challenges and problems. So prayer is not new. It's been around since Adam and Eve. (laughs) And praying can help us develop a relationship with God who will guide us and help us through any challenge or stress we may face in life. Prayer gives us the opportunity to express gratitude, but to also invite God's spirit into our lives, which can help us maybe think of ways to manage stressful situations or stressful times in our lives that we maybe hadn't thought of before. And the great thing is, because God is smart and all-knowing, he can help us with these things. Max Lucado said, don't worry about having the right words. Worry more about having the right heart. It's not eloquence he seeks, just honesty. I must tell you, I have found solutions to problems just in the last couple weeks to challenges that I've been facing that ideas will just pop into my brain. Maybe not while I'm praying, but later in the day, if I have a quiet moment, I'm like, oh, maybe that's because I talked to God about that challenge or stressful situation in my life. So pray. Number two, prioritize exercising. (laughs) Great quote by Jim Rohn. Take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. (laughs) So guys, when we have stress, it seems to, I don't know about you, but I feel the stress a lot kind of in my stomach area. And it's almost like this hard rock of energy that I need to get out of my body. And it's almost like a hyperactivity. Like I have got to move to get this ball of stress out of my body. And I woke up Monday morning feeling particularly stressful. And since I was up before everybody else, I thought I have got to pray and I've got to go run. And I am not a runner, guys. I walk. I've never been a runner. But this ball of stress was so big in my stomach that I'm like, I've got to run. I've got to run it out. I've got too much stress and energy. And so I grabbed our dog and it was early, early in the morning and took him for a jog because Tamara doesn't run. So I jogged for, you know, 50 yards and then I walked for a little bit, catch my breath, jog for another 50. And I will tell you that helped me so, so much to get rid of that kind of stress ball in my stomach. So exercising doesn't always mean going to the gym. You can do yoga, you can walk, you can run. And the cool thing about exercise is it produces endorphins, which naturally improve your mood like immediately. So if you're feeling stressed or anxious or depressed, exercising really helps. I had the opportunity yesterday to talk to a dear and good friend who has struggled with major depressive disorder for probably at least two decades. And she mentioned both of these things. She mentioned both prayer and she mentioned exercising. And she says there are days she doesn't want to get out of bed, but she tells herself, you are worth it. And you get up and you exercise every day. And so she goes, sometimes it's too hot where she lives. So she has a little tiny trampoline in her room and she will roll out of bed and make herself bounce on that little trampoline for at least five minutes. And she says it really does help her get up, get dressed, get moving. And that really does help improve her mood. Number three, physical touch. Maya Angelou says, I've learned that every day you should reach out and touch someone. People love a warm hug or just a friendly pat on the back. 
And I know that touching people during coronavirus is like huge and taboo, but we all need physical touch. And so hopefully you have a friend or a family member you can pat on the back or touch or hug. I know that just giving my husband a hug a couple of times a day, I, I just feel like I melt when I'm in his arms and that my, I can just physically feel the stress pouring off my shoulders, off my body. It, there really is something amazing about physical touch. Another cool thing I found out about physical touch or hugging is that when you hug someone, a hormone called oxytocin is released. This hormone is associated with higher levels of happiness and lower levels of stress. How's that? So give somebody a pat on the back, hug a friend, and relieve stress at the same time. All right, we are on number four, aromatherapy. I'll be honest, this is not one I had ever really thought of much as far as stress reduction, but I tried it for the first time. The other day when I was super stressed, I thought I was researching stress relieving tactics and this one came up and I thought, I wonder if it helps. I've never tried it. <laughs> and so I happened to have like a little diffuser. I like the scents that you can put in there and, and just add a little bit of flavor to your room or something, you know, but I, I kind of Googled what scents are popular with relieving stress. And I found that a lot of citrus scents are associated with relieving stress, like orange, bergamot, which is a hybrid between kind of a orange lemon and a lime, lemon, yuzu, which is a Japanese citrus, and neroli. So other essential oils that are proven to help decrease stress are rosemary, jasmine, sweet basil, clary sage, frankincense, patchouli, lemongrass, and lavender. And if you can't remember all of those at the same time, it's okay. I will put them in the show notes. <laughs> but I'll have to tell you what I did. So I went over to my little diffuser. I filled it full of water and I put a little bit of orange and frankincense in there. And I'll be darned. I Just smelling the scents before I put them in the water, I did feel less stressed. I felt more calm. And I was like, holy cow, this works. Why am I not using this like every day? So you may find Tamara using her little aromatherapy diffuser more often now that I've tried it and found that it works. <laughs> All right, let's go to number five, writing or drawing. There's a quote from William Zinser, which says, writing is thinking on paper. The other day when I was super, super stressed, I sat down and I journaled and it wasn't pretty. I was just pretty sloppy about it, but I was just writing about why I felt so stressed. And what's interesting is as I wrote about it, I figured out some of the reasons why I was stressed. Sometimes we feel stressed and we're like, I don't know why I'm stressed. There's so much going on. I just can't think of it. So sometimes slowing down and actually writing about it on a piece of paper doesn't even have to be in a journal. It can be on regular notebook paper, scrap paper, writing about it, write the stress out. That can be huge and helpful. And sometimes even scribbling in the margins, doing little art or crayons or something like that, those have been proven to help reduce stress as well. I will give you one tip. If you write about a stressful situation that's really bothering you, 
I had an opportunity to do that once. And then my mentor, Richard Paul Evans, told us to wad that up and burn it. And that was like this huge release. It was so fun to take something stressful that had stressed me out in my life and actually just burn the piece of paper that I wrote about it on. So if you do burn it, just be careful. <laughs> do it in a safe place where you're not going to catch anybody or anything on fire. <laughs> anyway, so writing or drawing, those are extremely helpful to decrease stress and even process stress. So number six, leisure fun. Marianne Robinson said, it's not a man's working hours that is important. It is how he spends his leisure time. I am particularly guilty of not taking enough leisure time. I tend to be, have my list. I attack it with a fervor and I'm usually so tired by the time I'm done that I don't take time to do enjoyable things. So I've tried to make a conscious effort to be better at this. Um, just about a week and a half ago, my husband uh, had the day off and we took a day date and we went kayaking and it was so fun. It's one of our favorite hobbies that we do together. It was so soothing to put our hands and feet in the water, to paddle along, to be out in nature. And so making time for leisure activities that de-stress you is huge. I, I came back from that activity just so relaxed and happy. And yes, you are working muscles, you know, to paddle and stuff like that, but find leisure activities, whether they be sports or sewing or quilting or whatever it is that you enjoy. Maybe it's reading, just curling up and reading things that you really, really enjoy that de-stress you and make time for them. They are so important. It's important to do something for you every day. And I'm pretty good about reading for myself every day because that's like one of my favorite stress relievers. It kind of take me away on a journey somewhere. And so find some kind of leisure activity that will help you de-stress. Number seven, gratitude. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings us peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. That's a quote by Melody Beattie. And it's true that gratitude helps us look at the past and be grateful for it, as she says, helps us bring peace for the day. So when you're thankful, it brings you peace and it helps you create a vision for tomorrow. Surely if I've gone through hard things in the past, can feel peace today in my stressful times, I can look to the future with peace and love and gratitude. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. Boy, isn't that thought provoking that all things we can be thankful for, even the hardest times. And I found that to be true. The most stressful times of my life have taught me the most. And so as we find things to be grateful for every single day, it helps us to be happy and have less stress. Did you know that people who express gratitude are shown to have lower stress, a better mental health, and a better quality of life? You can write down gratitude in a journal. I like to at least write three things I'm thankful for every night in my journal. Or sometimes when I'm really tired, I just thank God for at least three things in my prayer. 
Joni Emerling, a wellness coach, explains the benefits of gratitude this way. Being grateful for your blessings cancels out negative thoughts and worries. Isn't that cool? They cancel them out. So another benefit to writing down your things you're thankful for is when you're having a particularly bad or stressful day, you can reread oh, look, I remember when that happened. And oh, that was such a great thing. That little miracle in my life or when I was thankful for that friend that came over and stopped by or and so it helps remind us of things to be thankful for. One of the things when I was talking to that friend who has the major depressive disorder, she said that she tries to be thankful for at least three things every day as well. And that it has blessed her because so many times when you have depression or high amounts of stress, it's hard to process and think of things outside of your world um, that you can possibly be thankful for because the things that drag you down seem so heavy and so weighty. And so actually pausing and thinking of things to be thankful for help pull her back into a more positive outlook on life. So this is something that's proven not only with me, but with hundreds and thousands of others. Number eight, laughter. Laura Ingalls Wilder said, a good laugh overcomes more difficulties and dissipates more dark clouds than any other one thing. My husband is really cute. He has always been more of a jokester, kind of a sense of humor type guy. And one of the things that he likes to do every day is he finds funny memes that he saves down every day. And then every night after our family scripture reading, my daughter goes, all right, dad, show us some funny memes. And he'll sit and scroll through these memes and we all sit and laugh together. And it's a fun little tradition that he started because that is totally his personality, but it has blessed our family in that we have a time when we can laugh together every single day and laughing does dissipate stress. It's fantastic. Do you know that laughter also releases endorphins, just like exercise? And the cool thing about endorphins is they can improve your mood and decrease the stress-causing hormone of cortisol and adrenaline. So another example of laughter being really a good medicine is in 2001, after my husband and I were in a really bad car accident, I spent a week and a half in a hospital And I was in a lot of pain and I was having trouble breathing. And it was just, it was a hard situation. I wasn't used to being stuck in a hospital bed. I liked being up moving, but I just didn't have the energy to do much at that point. So my husband, bless his soul, brought me some VHS tapes. Yes, this is many, many moons ago. (laughs) Some VHS tapes of the Three Stooges. And I remember putting, he put those videotapes in for me and I sat and watched the Three Stooges and it made me laugh. Whether he was there or not, I could watch these little videos and reruns and they just made me laugh. And so I found that laughter, even in a hospital bed, can be very, very beneficial and it helps you de-stress. It helps you not think about the pain that you're in. It's so, so helpful. So find a TV show or a series or some funny memes or some comics that you can look at and read to help you get rid of stress. Number nine, just yesterday, 
I went outside because I was feeling stressed and stood out in the sunshine in my backyard for probably about 10 to 15 minutes. And it felt so good. And I could just feel the stress pouring off me. And it got me thinking, does getting out in the sun help you relieve stress? So I came inside and I started doing some more research on this. And I found that medical professionals say getting five to 15 minutes of sunlight or vitamin D, as they call it, will help reduce inflammation, modulate cell growth, contributes to better sleep, stronger bones, improved mood, and lower blood pressure. So getting out in the sun really does help. If it's cloudy where you live, don't worry. You can get either a light box or take a vitamin D supplement. So get de-stressed and get a little sun every day. Number 10, we're almost done. Hammocking. (laughs) I bet you are not expecting that one. (laughs) Eric Stoltz said, my perfect day is constantly changing. Right now, it would be to lie around in a hammock, reading with a portable phone and a table of food next to it. I would spend all day there. (laughs) So, yes, I am serious about hammocking. When my oldest son went to college, he found just great joy and enjoyment in hammocking. And I'd never heard of hammocking being a thing before, but I guess it's big on college campuses. Anyway, he brought his hammock home and we began to use it and we have been delighted with the results one day um, over christmas we strung it up between two trees on a beach in hawaii and just sat in the shade enjoying the beach and oh doesn't that picture just paint de-stress for you so believe it or not there are actual physical and emotional benefits to hammocking People in South and Central America have been using hammocks to sleep in for centuries. Hammocks have been used to help with insomnia. They help you fall asleep faster and sleep more deeply. They improve blood circulation and blood pressure, get rid of toxins, improve mental health, and even as therapy. Our cute son, Nathan, who has autism, had a hammock swing in his room for years. There were times we feared he would swing so hard in it that he would. we were scared he would actually rip the hinge out of the ceiling, but he never did. Hammocks have actually been used as therapy for especially children with autism or people with vestibular or balance issues. Interesting things about a hammock. You will get better sleep when you're in a hammock rocking, and when you get better sleep, you feel better, right? Um, Swinging also helps improve your blood circulation, which can help clear congestion if you've got a cold, and it sure helps with stress reduction. Just earlier today, I went out on the back porch to have a snack, and I sat in our hammock and just sat and swung, and I tell you what, sitting in the sun in a hammock it just relaxes you. You can feel the stress just pouring out of your body. And before I knew it, my eyelids were drooping and I almost fell asleep. So there's something super relaxing about hammocking. If you've never tried it before, it is fantastic. I'll even put links to the hammock that we have. Final tip, number 11, napping. (laughs) 
There's a great and cute quote by Barbara Jordan that says, think what a better world it would be if we all, the whole world, had cookies and milk about three o'clock every afternoon and then lay down on our blankets for a nap. (laughs) The National Sleep Foundation has found that naps help you feel more alert, energized, enhance your motor skills and attention, zap your stress, and boost your mood. So the more sleep you get, the less irritable and stressed you are. That's a kind of a no-duh, right? But how many of us actually do it? For me, napping is good for the soul and for the souls of those around you. (laughs) For me, I found that like a 20-minute power nap when I'm exhausted can help reinvigorate me for the rest of the day and makes me a happier person and hence the people around me are happier, my whole family. So I found there are times I just have to get one. So those are my 11 tips for today. I've actually found many, many more. So I'll probably be doing a second podcast on stress relief tactics that I found which work. But don't forget these. Try them at least one, if not two or three or four, if you are feeling particularly stressful. Prayer, exercise, physical touch, aromatherapy, writing or drawing, leisure fun, gratitude, laughter, sunshine, hammocking, and napping. All right, guys, we have to conclude with a funny story, and it has to do with stress relief. One day, uh, probably about a year ago, I was feeling a particularly large amount of stress, and again, I had that kind of ball in my stomach where I just had that nervous energy, like, I have got to get this out. And it was late at night, My kids were totally laughing at me at how I decided to get the stress out at that point. I started walking up and down our stairs and the levels in our house. And I did this probably for like 15 minutes until that stress ball in the middle of my stomach dissipated. So sometimes if you're stressed (laughs) and you need to get that energy out. You can be creative and find solutions even within the walls of your own home, walking up and down the stairs, jumping in place. Maybe you have a punching bag or a punching pillow that you were going to punch the stress out on. So find creative ways to relieve your stress during these stressful times and you can feel more reinvigorated and happy like me. Today, I'm doing so much better. I think I'm just gonna post a list on my wall of things that help me relieve stress so that they are my go-to things when I'm feeling particularly stressful. Hope this has been helpful to you. Have an awesome and blessed day. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's show. I know that there are many of you out there that are going through a hard time, and I hope you found things that have been useful today as you listen to the podcast. If you would like to access the show notes from today's podcast, visit my website. It is storiesofhopepodcast.com. That is where you'll find favorite quotes from today's episode and shareable memes. And those are fun because you can share them with your friends on social media. You will also find the links mentioned throughout today's episode, so you don't have to remember what those were. And also all the tips that were shared. Sometimes tips are shared so much throughout an episode you forget. 
what were those great things? So go to the show notes, storiesofhopepodcast.com to look up these fantastic resources. You know, if someone kept coming to mind during today's episode, perhaps that means that you should share this with them. Maybe there was a story shared or a tip that they really, really need to hear. So go ahead and share this episode with them. May God bless you, especially if you are struggling with hope to carry on and with the strength to keep going when things get tough. Remember to walk with Christ and he will help bear that burden. Above all else, remember God loves you.